Hey, good morning. We're here another Sunday. You know, Sundays come up so quickly. You notice that? Or maybe it's just me thinking about it all week long. Uh, can we get my slides up? That football thing's got to go. Okay? Enough. I say that now, but wait, I got something for you. Let's open our Bibles to uh, Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, please. We, we started talking about this guy, Moses, and Moses was an incredible leader. He was, a, he, was a, just, he was called by God, but really it started with his parents. And that's what we saw here. Look at verse 23. Let's just read it one more time. It says in verse 23, Moses, it says, By faith, Moses' parents hid him. For three months after he was born, because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. They had faith. It all started with the parents and what the parents could do. They had faith for their son, this one Moses, and as well as for their other children as well. They risked their lives. They disobeyed what the king said. Why? Because they had a higher authority. Just like the midwives who it says that they feared God. We read this in the book of Exodus. They feared God and they did not do what they were told to do. Like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they would not bow. Like Daniel would not bow. We saw the the influence of godly women, the influence of godly parents. Uh, It it, it just is so crucial, so important. But today, I want to look at Moses' faith, you see, because at some point in time, it goes from the parents to the child. And Moses, uh, you know, because of his faith, he made certain choices because of who he was, because of his faith, because of what God had done in his life. We're going to look at that today. Let's read verses 24 through 26 this morning. Excuse me. It says, By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, he refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time or a season. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt Why? Because he was looking ahead to his reward. We started off with the parents' faith. Now we look at Moses' faith. And and, and number one, as, as I've already said, number one, the faith had to become his own. So the choice, the number one choice that the first choice that Moses made was to follow and serve God, that he that he would himself follow and serve God. Not Because of his parents, but now because of his own choice, his own decision, you see. We can, you know the saying, we can lead a horse to water, but we can't make them drink, right? And we can pray, and we can believe, and we can lead our children, we can do everything we can, but in the end, they have to make their own choice. I've seen it in my own children, you know, they, they, had to, they, they, came, they had to come to a spot, a place in their lives when they make their own choice. It says here that Moses, when he had grown up, 
This is part of his growing up, part of this process of growing up. Now, the interesting thing is that, uh, you know, Acts chapter 7 says he was about 40 years old. Now, he lived to be 120, so about a third of his life. Now, if we live to be, what, 75, so he'd be about 25, right, when he made this choice that we read about here in this verse. Most people will make a choice in their earlier years. Now, it doesn't mean that they can't later. But you cannot get to heaven on someone else's faith. It doesn't work that way. He had to make a choice who he was going to follow, who he was going to serve. A lot of choices there. Who am I going to follow? Who am I going to serve? The the number one choice that we are faced with is ourselves. That's our number. That's just like boring. That's the sin nature. Who are you going to follow? Well, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to follow me. I'm going to serve me. That's that's ingrained in every one of us. That's the number one thing. We have to say, well, I'm tired of following my, my thing. But there's lots of other choices out there to follow, too. How many of you have heard of Bob Dylan? Just kidding. But he wrote a song, didn't he? Called Gotta Serve Somebody. And and it's got like a hundred verses in it. It talks about all different kinds of walks of life that we can be and do. But but this is the the line he has in every single uh, verse. He says, but you're going to have to serve somebody... It may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. We're all going to serve somebody. We're all going to serve something. We're all going to follow after something. Moses made the choice that he was going to follow and serve God. It's a choice that we have to make. And because of it, it affected other choices that Moses made. Because of you and I, we choose to follow after God. It should affect other choices that we make. It doesn't always, but it should. Number one choice, to follow and serve God. Why? Because of his faith. Number two choice, it says here that that, uh, he refused to be known as a son of Pharaoh's daughter. He refused to be known as a son of Pharaoh's daughter. Why? Because of his faith. So it's this choice of who am I going to be and who, not only who am I going to be, but whose am I going to be? Am I going to, you know, belong to myself or am I going to belong to somebody bigger than me? Stronger. Whose I am. He says, he says I'm not going to be the, I'm not going to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. This is not who I am. Will I be a son of Pharaoh's daughter or or will I be the son of God? Will I be a follower of Jesus or a follower of someone else? Who am I going to belong to? You see, this, this, this affects choices that we make in our lives. When I became a believer, you know, I've told you my story many, many times, but, but I, 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 knew that God had done something in my life, but I knew that I had to make a choice that I was not going to be 
what I had seen and what my father was, an alcoholic, bad person, bad father. I didn't have to be all that. Why? Because God had a different plan and God was making me something different. And so I said, you know what? I, God, you're going to have to help me, but I'm going to be what you want me to be. I'm going to be yours and, and I'm going to do what you want and you can help me to be the kind of person you want me to be. And you can help me be a good father. And you can help me to, to, to do what you want me to do in this life. And I have to say, I, I, it hasn't been perfect. I've failed in many, many ways. But God has been faithful. And he's helped me through all of those things. But I could just say, you know, well, you know, it's the generational curse or whatever. So I got to be like this. I got to drink. I got to smoke. I got to do all the stuff that, that they all did. No, no, no. I don't have to do all that. Why? Because I belong to God. It's a big thing, isn't it? So the first choice we make is to, to who are we going to follow? Who are we going to serve? And then who, who am I going to be? Am I going to be who God has made me to be? We saw that with Jacob. You know, he had to remind him, hey, listen, you're Israel. You're not just Jacob, the heel catcher, the old, you know, conniving one. You are Israel. He had to remind him of that. Why? Because he had done something in his life. I think sometimes we need to be reminded, hey, wait a minute. You are not a child of the world. You are a child of God. And that should affect you and I, how we live. Number three, he says that, it says here in in, uh, these verses that he chose, verse 25, he chose to be mistreated along with the people of God. He chose. That was a choice he made. When you look at it on its face value and you just look at the first few words, you say he chose to be mistreated. Like, what? You're going to choose, and and some versions say suffer at the hands of others. You choose to suffer? But you have to look at the whole picture, right? The context says he chose to be mistreated to suffer along with the people of God, you see. He chose to identify with the people of God. He, He chose to stand up for who he was. That's why, you know, we see these little clips there. You know, they they're talking, they're identifying themselves as followers of Christ. They're not afraid to say who they are. Now, will that affect them? In some ways, it it could. He chose, he made a choice to identify as a believer. Now, I have to say this, though, that it's not just in name only. Well, I'm a Christian, and I can say the words. That's why I said we don't really know these people very, and I, I can't, I can't uh, tell you what they're like in their lives and their, everything about them. It's important that we speak, but not just the words. You know, I can say I'm a Christian all day long. Oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. And then you know, be out at the bars or be at this place, that place that I shouldn't be. We call that being a nominal Christian. You know, the word nominal means in name only. Nominal, it's a word for name. 
but identify as a believer in Christ because we really are one. We know we are one. We, we are convinced. I'm a child of God. God is, I've been born again into the family of God, and my life has changed. Now, as I said, it, it, it may bring certain things. It, it may bring mockery in this life from your family. You know, I try to talk to some of my family members sometimes. They just cut me off. It, it may be ridicule, maybe persecution in this life. You know, you may get a cut in pay. You may, you know, lose a promotion because you stand up because you are a, a follower of Jesus Christ and you, you can't do what maybe they have asked you to do. Moses chose to be mistreated along with the people of God. He chose to identify with the people of God and he wasn't, you know, it, because of his choices, it didn't go very well with him, right? We're going to hear more about his story in the next couple of weeks, but it didn't go well with him. The king wanted to kill him, right? Because of his position, because of his stance. Number four, he chose to reject following the world and following after sin. It says there in verse 25, the middle party, it says that he chose those things rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. He made choices. Was it an easy choice for him? You got to remember, he was raised in the court of Pharaoh. He, he was raised, he had it all. He had the luxury, he had the prestige, the power. Some think perhaps he could have even been in line to become a Pharaoh. But he gave it all up. He chose, he made a choice. Was it an, was it an easy choice? I don't think so. Sometimes we're, you know, we're on the cusp of, you know, are we going to compromise or are we going to stand up? Where, where are we going to draw the line, so to speak, in the choices we make in this life? Well, my friends are all, you know, smoking it and they're all doing it. And, and, and so, you know, can we say, no, I, that's not who I am. I'm a follower of Christ and I'm going to follow him. He's going a different path, a different way. Jesus said, no one can serve two masters. Quoting from Matthew 6, 24, either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Now, he's talking in that passage about money, of course, but it, the principle applies to not just money. Moses said, you know what, I, I'm not going to do that. I, he made a choice. He gave it all up. It says there he, 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 he saw that, the, the, that there were pleasures, The pleasures of sin, he chose to follow and, and be mistreated to suffer rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time. No one's denying, no one ever denied that, that sin can't be pleasurable, right? That it isn't pleasurable. But, 
But the problem with it is it doesn't last. He says here it's, it's for a short time, and that's the way it is too. And, and the truth of the, the matter is we'll always pay the piper when we go down certain paths. We're going to pay the piper, whatever that means. But we kind of know what that means, right? We reap what we sow. Someone said this, by faith, Moses made his break with the world, and he was willing to suffer with the people of God. It was kind of like this, this thing within him, uh, you know, the temporary versus the eternal. You know, the temporary is, you know, what's going on here and now, what, you know, the flesh, the world, the devil, the, the temporary stuff here. But Moses saw what was ahead. Isn't that what it says here in the last part of verse 26? How did he do this? It says, because... He was looking ahead. He was looking ahead to his reward. He was, looking, he was looking beyond just what was happening here and now. And you and I need to do that. When it gets tough, when we're, we feel like we're suffering and we're, we're just trying to do the right thing. Joseph, we've seen it. Joseph was just trying to do the right thing and he suffered because of it. He was sent to prison because he wouldn't you know, accept the advances of his boss's wife. He knew it was wrong. He ended up in prison because of it. But God used it, and God brought him out. It says here that Moses, he regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. Disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. Someone said this, disgrace for the sake of Christ still has higher value than all the treasures of this world. Let me say that again. You've got to listen carefully. Disgrace for the sake of Christ still has higher value than all the treasures of this world. Disgrace for the sake of Christ. Moses made these choices. Why? We see here in Hebrews because of his faith, because of his trust in the Almighty God. We don't know how this developed in his life. We know and we, we, we saw that his parents, they, they had an effect on his life. They had faith for him. But at some point, he got that for himself. And it affected the choices that he made in this world, in this life. I want to uh, turn to the book of Philippians, and we're going to finish there. So if you'll turn with me to Philippians chapter 3, we're going to look at another guy who <clears throat> had a radical change in his life as well. He had it all in a very religious sense. Paul the Apostle, right? And he was a Pharisee. He had you know, all the advantages of that role and that place in his life. But he, he came to this place where he, he, he saw Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus and he had this encounter with Jesus and he surrendered. And from then on, he realized that, that life was changed, that his life was changed, it was different. And we see here in the book of Philippians kind of like his, his motivation and, and, the, and the direction of his life. We're going to pick it up in verse 7, chapter 3, verse 7. 
He had just talked about all the things that he'd had in his life, all the positive and the, 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 the position that he had. In verse 7, though, he says, But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. Isn't that what we read about Moses? For the sake of Christ. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as greater value than all the treasures of Egypt. Paul says, all the things that I had, I consider them loss for the sake of Christ. All that I had, all those things that I had. What is more, verse 8, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Everything else in this life compared to knowing Jesus is like nothing. It's like negative. It's like in the negative column, compared. That doesn't mean that, it's, that they're, bad, they're all bad in and of themselves, but compared to knowing Jesus, he says, you know what? It, it's, it's all in the negative column. He says, for whose sake I have lost all things, I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not aim a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. This is Paul's heart now in verse 10. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. Moses regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than all the treasures of Egypt. Uh, Paul regarded the loss of all those things not even worth comparing to what he had with his faith in Jesus Christ. He said, what, what, what's the best thing in life is that I might know you, the power of your resurrection. How did Moses do it? How did Paul do it? Because he was looking ahead. They were looking ahead. They were looking beyond just the things in this life. Colossians 3 says that, you know, we should fix our eyes on things eternal. Let's read a little bit more here. and We'll finish in Philippians chapter 3. In verse 12 it says, and I really like these verses because Paul makes it clear that that he hadn't like thought that he'd like arrived, that he had, that it was all, you know, he was all perfect or anything like that. But it was the direction of his life. Look at verse 12. He says, Not that I have already obtained all this, or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. That's a powerful statement. He says he, he's pressing to take hold of what Jesus took hold of him. And, jo, and Jesus takes a hold of us. He has a purpose for our lives. And we need to take hold of what that purpose is. Some of us, we never even ask Jesus, what do you want, what do you want in my life? What do you want from me? How do you want me to serve? What do you want from me in my life? Because he, he's just waiting. Paul said, I, I press on to, to take hold of that which he took hold of me. Verse 13, Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, 
Forgetting what's behind, straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. How did Paul do it? He knew he wasn't perfect. He, you know, he hadn't got there yet, but he kept pressing ahead, pressing forward. Why? Because he was looking ahead to the prize. He had his, his, his faith and his sight towards the prize. What was the prize? He talks about heaven here, called me heavenward. We saw back in the book of Genesis in chapter 15, God said to Abraham, he says, don't be afraid. He says, I am your shield. I am your very great reward. What is the reward? What is this that that Moses was looking ahead to? It was God himself. It was the the glory of heaven that, that he's prepared for you and me that would allow us to make choices that might be difficult choices, but... But because we're looking ahead and and straining toward what is ahead for that reward, that prize, God will give us the strength to do what we need to do in this life. One final quote, it says that it's not realistic to opt for the security of worldly safety. You know what? Let me just comment on that for a second. I was thinking about it this morning that I don't know about you, but, but things in our world, it, it, and I think especially since October 7th, things in our world, the world is like in a, in a wobble. The, the world is not right. And it's been that way, of course, we know that. But I think even since October 7th, that, that there's something that's been introduced into our, into our planet, that, that there's something that's just not right here. If we put our security in worldly safety, good luck. Good luck. We're fairly safe here, but I, but I see some news and I see some clips of what's happening in different cities in our country where people are just going into stores and, and just taking over and smashing everything and taking whatever they want. Something is not right. We can't put our trust and our faith in this world. The quote goes on to say, Moses didn't do this. He said, it is faith that finally emerges triumphant, not worldliness. That's a good quote to finish with, I think. It's your faith. It's your faith and trust in Jesus. That's what's going to get you through. Let's pray together, shall we? Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this man. He was just a man. He wasn't perfect Moses, we thank you for this man, Paul. He wasn't perfect. He admitted it right here, but, but they, they made choices. Why? Because they trusted you. And, and, and Lord, we have to make choices. What am I going to do with my life? Where am I going to go? Where am I not going to go? What am I going to watch? What am I going to read? What am I going to look at? How, what am I going to listen to? We have choices. Are we going to trust in the world or are we going to trust in the Lord?
Who are we going to follow? Who are we going to serve? We've got to serve somebody. Is it going to be this world and the enemy of, the, you know, of our souls, or is it going to be the Lord? It's a daily choice, too. Are we going to have that time? Uh, you know, I like what Brock said. He, he starts off each day with his solitude and, and, and the scripture. We're going to have that time in our lives where we, we are committed to spending time with the one that we serve, the one that we follow, the one that we love, the one that we want to obey. God, I pray you'd help us. Help us, Lord. Father, I pray for any here this morning that, that don't know you and that they would know that you love them and that you gave your son to die for them, that they could have this life and they could have heaven. They could have eternal life simply by putting their faith and trust in Jesus. That's all you have to do, trust him. Ask him into your life, ask him into your heart. Say, Jesus, please come in. I, I need you. I'm lost without you. Please come in and help me to live for you my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's all stand and sing together, shall we?